MMA Homie Podcast. I am DJ MTK, powered by West Coast Radio. On today's episode, we are going to go over the top three fights of 2023. We're also going to review Fighter of the Year, and we're going to end it on fighters to watch out for in 2024. Coming in at number three is Amanda the Lion Nunez versus Irene Aldana. This fight really cemented her legacy as the goat. She end her a lot. Not a lot of fighters end their career on top, and she had lost early, before that in the in the previous year and had to come back to regain her belt. And when she got her belt back, she said, "I'm done. I'm retiring." And not a lot of fighters finish on top. The fight that she lost, you know, she had just had a a baby, so I don't think that her mind was all there, but to regain the belt back and then to cement her legacy was on Saturday, June 10th versus Irene Aldana, when all five rounds, and she showed you why she is the GOAT of the female division. She dominated from round one to round five, from striking to the takedown, she was able to impose her will versus Andina, and she just really outclassed her. That is number three. Coming in at number two is the Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya fight. The fight that shocked the world. Nobody, nobody thought that Sean Strickland was going to be able to take out Israel Adesanya. All the cards were stacked against him on Saturday, September 9th in Australia, mate. And Sean Strickland went out there and put on a master fucking class. If you've watched Spot, I believe it's called Spotlight with DC and maybe Kobe, remember when Kobe Bryant did it as well? I mean, he just from, and, and the reason why it's coming in at number two is because Israel Adesanya, is was tw- is 24 and 3 at the time it was 24 and 2 they were considering him one of the best middleweights of all time he had lost his belt earlier to Alex Bieta who was kind of his Achilles heel and he was able to redeem himself get the knockout events against Alex and say hey let's move forward let's start defending the belt he was supposed to fight Drickus Duplessis, if you remember, and Drickus Duplessis' uh, DDP had to back out. And then Sean Strickland got the call, who at the time was 28, 27 and 5. And with, I believe it was a two week notice, he went in there, and a lot of people were saying that, hey, he looks a little like uh, maybe the, the lights are too bright for him. But I, I, I'm going to tell everybody go re watch that fight. When he got into the ring and he started pacing back and forth and he started hitting himself in the face, you could tell Beast Mode came out. He was laser focused. He had tunnel vision. He knew what he wanted to accomplish and he imposed his will on Israel Adesanya from round one to round five. He went in there. He pressed him. He understood distant management. He used his leg kicks. He did the Philly shell. It was literally a masterclass. I was super impressed. That's why it's coming in at number two. Also, he's in the conversation of fighter of the year. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But Sean Strickland, uh, hands down, the number two fight of 2023. Coming in at number one, the number one MMA fight 
of the year. <laughs> I'm using air horns like a motherfucker today. <laughs> uh, it is Alex Volkanovsky versus Islam 2. Now, the reason why this is coming in at the number one spot is there, there's a few different reasons here. First of all, you're talking about two champs. Volkanovski is 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 in his own right a legend in a go in his uh, weight class. Moving up to lightweight to fight Islam, they fought one time earlier in the year and it went all five rounds. Watching that fight, I thought at the time Volkanovski was going to be able to pick up where he left off. If you recall, he had Islam on the ground. And he, it, no one does that to Islam Mahachev. Nobody does that to him. And so I, I think a lot of people really believed that he was going to be able to pick up where he left off and give Islam a run for his money on Saturday, October 21st in Abu Dhabi. But Islam shut up all the fucking doubters. He did that left head kick, got him on the dome, went for the kill, got some hammer fists, and they called that in the first round. It was over, over. Islam cemented the pound for pound, said, I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet. What's up, dog? And I knocked you the fuck out. And, and, and I, to me, it really, I think it humbled Volk. It really humbled him. It made him realize, whoa, maybe I'm not the baddest man on the planet. So, recap, top three fights. Amanda the Lioness, Nunez versus Irene Aldina, the GOAT. She managed her legacy. Sean Strickland comes in and takes the belt from Israel Adesanya and become the middleweight champion of the world. Coming in at number two and coming at number one was the Alex Volkanovsky versus Islam Mahachev head kick knockout. Now, Rolling into fighter of the year. Now, there's a lot of bloggers, uh, MMA junkie. I think it was there was another blogger as well saying Sean Strickland is the fighter of 2023, the MMA fighter of, of the year. And ESPN MMA has Islam as the MMA fighter of the year. Now, after looking at this, I put a few different things into perspective here. Now, Islam defended his belt against someone that was moving up in weight to test him. He fought twice last year. He won both of them. At that fight, you know, Alex did come in short notice, but that's neither here nor there. You stepped into the ring. That's all that matters. He was supposed to fight Charles Oliver. Oliver was supposed to uh, try to see if he could get, you know, redeem the knockout that he had from the year before when Islam knocked him the fuck out. So two fights in 2023, able to keep his belt. You know, Islam is... 25 of one that motherfucker is like whoo he's next level he's next level however after looking at sean strickland sean strickland redeemed himself from the loss he had with cannoneer and he went on a three-fight win streak and took the belt which no one believed he could do it's 28 and 5 and in my opinion, he is the 2023 MMA fighter of the year. The reason why is he was more active. He had the one of the biggest upsets. He may have had the biggest upset of 2023. That's a whole nother conversation. But he 
definitely earned his spot. He earned his championship. And on top of that, he's really putting in a lot of work behind the scenes to build up his fan base through social media. He understands how to use social media to his advantage, which then is going to help sell more pay-per-views. And he has a big fight coming up, UFC 297 versus DDP. So his fan base is going to tune in. They're going to want to watch that fight. Now, what it's going to come down to is to stay on top. Can you defend the belt? All that matters is can you still win? So last year, he beat uh, Imavov in January, went to a decision. Then he beat uh, Abus Magmodev in a knockout, which I don't think anybody expected him to do that. Everybody said Sean Strickland doesn't have hands like that. He's a good fighter. He's a good grappler, but he doesn't have the knockout power. And he went in there in the second round, and I remember watching that. He put the hands on the boy, and he just kept on putting it, and then he knocked him the fuck out. Then you go into the Israel Adesanya fight, rolling into there. No one expected him to, to, everybody expected him to lose. And then you take the belt the way you took it. You are the twenty three MMA 2023 fighter of the fucking year. That part. Ding, 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 ding. Now, now to end, to end, to end this episode, fighters to watch out for in 2024. Now we got a, we got a nice list here of fighters. We got Brendan Allen. We got Benoit and Denise, Chamaya, Bo Nickel, Shavkat Rotmanov, and we got to add Ian Gary on there. Now, Brendan Allen is on a three-fight win streak. He's at the number eight position. I believe he's won five fights in a row to get himself back in the top ten. And he, you know, sub- has submitted almost every person that when he went up against. So he's definitely, I'm excited to see what is going to happen. He's 23 and five, excited to see where he gets matched up in that division in 2024, because all he needs is one more good win against a very solid fighter. And he's going to get someone in that. He's going to jump in that top five position. I'm looking at here one. So yeah, he has a one, two, three, four, five, six fight win streak right now. So a Let's fucking go. Excited to see. Hey, watch, watch out for Brandon Allen next year in 2024. Benoit Saint-Denis. Oh, now, now this homie, I believe he's 13-1. and one, And he is really putting on some damage. He's, he's putting people on notice. Yeah, he's 13-1. and one. He hit, He's on a he's on a tear right now, too. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Five-fight win streak since 2022 he's been active he's knocking people out his last two fights he knocked out frivola that's not a that that's not an easy fight saint denise he did a knockout and then he had a submission the the previous fight and then a knockout versus miranda so the guy's putting on a show don't fuck with him he just needs a couple more fights next year get to 15 and 1 and he's going to be in that top five conversation in the lightweight division. He is currently at number 12. So sneak into that number 10 and then start getting into that number five. Bo Nickel, 5-0. and Everybody's talking about him because of the wrestling background. Everybody's really praising him, saying, hey, he's going to be the next guy of the champion because they look at his grappling skills and now they're looking at his knockout power. And you combine the two, that's when you get real dangerous in the UFC. Can't fuck with them on the ground, and if you can't fuck with them on your feet, where are you going to get them at? So, 
he he has a lot of upside. It's another fighter. That I know they're going to basically prep him to get him to that stage. Chamayev, 13-0. Everybody knows about it. Hamzat Chamayev, you know, he just fought. He's 13-0, just fought Kamara Usman. And a lot of, I hear a lot of bloggers talking about, well, you know, he... You know he didn't win. And I went back and looked at it. He dominated that first round. He was uh, he was on top of him, drag him down to the feet. And you're talking about Kamar Usman. He's supposed to be the wrestler, wrestler. And Chamaya imposed his will to him on that first round. The second round they had a little bit more of a stand up, and then the third round he imposed his will again. He beat him in 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 every round. Now they're saying if it would have went to the championship rounds, Usman would have got him. And we we don't know. We really don't know. It did go to a decision. Chamayev was talking about, hey, I'm going to walk through everybody. But he's ready for that next level of fighter. When he fought Gilbert Burns and he was tested, I've said this a lot on our podcast, these guys that are undefeated, they they basically build them up and they give them, you know, people that are on their way out or someone that, you know, they know that they're going to have an easy time with, I guess you could say. They just, you know, keep prepping him up. And when he fought Gilbert Burns, he got tested. And so a lot of these undefeated fighters, they do really well the first round, but then they they fade in the second and third. And he really proved to me that he had will, he had grit, he had determination, he weathered the storm. And uh, well, Ian Gary, I mean, Ian Gary, well, we're going to see, right? We're really going to see what's going to happen. He's ranked number 10. He's 13-0 as well. I know he has a lot of skill. He has a lot of drama going on behind the scenes, but he's about to show up. I believe it's UFC 290, uh, 299. They're putting him up against uh, Jeff Neal. So, hey, we're gonna we're really going to see where he at. And then Shavkat Rachmanov, the, he's going to be the champ. You heard it first, the MMA homie. You heard it first. He, this, when he beat, when he beat Steven Thompson the way he did, 18 and 0, 18 finishes. Are you fucking kidding me? When he got tested versus Jeff Neal, he fought Magny. So he's fought the OGs now. Now he's ready for that championship fight against the winner of Leon Edwards versus Bala Muhammad. Give it to him. And he's going to be the Habib of the welterweight division. You heard it first. Keep the receipts. Run the fucking tape. I'm telling you right fucking now. Hey, Shavkat Rachmanov is going to be the welterweight champion in 2024.